What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Talk to Us Nice. You're listening to your girls, Mika and Kelsey. And how are you doing, baby girl? I'm doing great, honestly. Like, life is going pretty well for your girl, Kelsey. I just got back from a cute little trip in the Poconos with some friends. I lost a shit ton of money at the casino. I went to Flavortown and ate at Guy Fieri's restaurant. It was dog shit. Really? Dude, it was so bad. Oh, my dad used to love Guy Fieri. That just got me so hyped. And I, I love him disgusted. too. I love him too. And I would honestly go back. Like, I'm never going to not trust Guy Fieri again. But that was like, it was a pretty big letdown. I said, sir, trash can nachos, barbecue sauce, pickled onions. Like, nothing made sense on the menu, but we got everything. So. And nothing tasted good, even though it didn't no- make sense? And no, nothing tasted good. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, but you know, you live and you learn. How are you doing, my queen? You live, you learn. You know, just recording my new album that will be coming out soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm doing great. I got some really great news from the doctor. Got great news for my acting career. Watch out for your girl. <laughs> Let me stop. <laughs> Speak that shit into existence. You know what? Claim it. Um, but no, I've actually had a really good week. Busy, but all for the best reasons and you know who else keeps getting busy keeps moving his fucking mouth and i told you i told you he was gonna get a platform somewhere piers morgan he just won't quit he won't quit he won't go away i honestly can't stand him um this time it's in the wake of you know sharon osborne getting off of the talk which called it called that last week i was like she might be gone but honestly it could have gone either way she is a white woman So who knows when they're going to face the consequences and when they are not. But sometimes never. Piers Morgan defended her, of course, because she defended him. If he didn't like defend her back, he would honestly be worse of a dick than I actually thought he was. But the thing is, is that he named the situation that happened with Sharon on the talk a woke mob lynching. Mm, I don't know about that. I don't think that's how that works. And also, I really don't want to hear the word lynching used in any term to defend white people ever in my fucking life. No, actually, don't do that ever. I never want to hear that again. So the Daily Mail, who let this man rip off again. I want to know what they have over there. Do they have like all the secrets in the world? What is happening at the Daily Mail that they're just allowed to do whatever they want to do all the time? Who knows? But as I said in the interview, maybe it's this whole keeping the media's good graces sort of deal or else they will rip you to pieces. So come at me, Daily Mail. Screaming. (laughs) I just honestly can't take the fact that this all stemmed from Meghan Markle ghosting him. That's where all this hatred is planted from, is that he got ghosted and she found Prince Harry. So he's just like, no, I'm going to rip her to shreds. It's kind of like a movie in that instance. Like, I just feel like we finally found a big, deep-rooted issue as to why this man despises this woman. And it's because... He got left on red. Nice guy syndrome. I bet you he was so charming there. I bet you. I bet you he thought he was charming the fucking pants off of Meghan Markle in that bar. Just nice guy syndrome rearing its fucking head again. He got turned down and now he's just like, I have to be the one that creates her demise. And now it's backfired. And it's honestly so incredibly lame. Like, dude, just because she and this is what pisses me off. Like, just because she had dinner with you does not mean like you're entitled to literally anything like at all 
all you have to do is just not be an asshole. And that's the one thing he cannot do. What if her and Harry broke up and she was like, oh, let me go. Let me go text Morgan real quick. See what he's up to. What if that was a timeline that happened? I don't ever picture that. But I'm saying like in a different alternative universe. That would what be... if that was what happened and none of this drama stemmed from anything and there was peace that, in England? <laughs> that would be something. That would be a spectacle for fucking sure. That was just that would just be one of those things like people would squint their eyes and realize this is the matrix because that would never fucking happen. Oh yeah. They'd be like, the simulation is broken. Do you ever feel like that? You ever feel like the past couple of days I've been like doing things and then forgetting what I was doing. And I'm like, yo, my simulation is broken right now and I need it back on track. I have not. (laughs) No, that's just me. (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) I'm just like, why is this happening to me? It's never like, oh, this isn't real. I'm just like, everything always happens to me. Very dramatic. In that well, way. that's the simulation. That's the simulation. Okay. So then, yes. Thank you. <laughs> Just wanted to be agreed with. <laughs> Next up on the quick top, we have Johnny Depp and Amber Heard again. So there's another verdict. He was not allowed to appeal. And the world is screaming for justice for Johnny Depp at the top of their goddamn lungs. It's like even people who aren't big fans of Johnny Depp are actually just really angry at this case because now there was another clip that came out and it's Amber Heard's voice. Tell the world, Johnny, I, Johnny Depp, a man of a victim of domestic violence and see who will believe you. And like this was turned in, like all this stuff was happening because he, you know, he was trying to like sue again because the son called him a wife beater and he's claiming that that was not the case at all. And they refused his appeal. It's wild. This whole case is wild. I can't believe it's still going on. I feel like this is part 147. The thing is, even their timeline is just the longest saga because he was with Vanessa Paradis forever. Like they were together for so long, never married her, never did that. He has two children with her. I just feel like they split up and like a millisecond later, he was with Amber Heard. And I don't know if they split up because Amber Heard or they split up before Amber Heard. I don't really remember. But then he just starts dating Amber Heard, who I always thought she was beautiful and all that, but her she wasn't really that big back then either. I think she was in, what, Pineapple Express? <laughs> I think that was like the biggest thing she was in back then or something. And then she met Johnny on the set of Rum Diary and like they got married. <laughs> it was so bad. That movie was abysmal. And then they got married not long after. <laughs> and it all of a sudden, like, she broke up with him. What was it, like, a day or something after his mom died? It was something crazy. And here's the thing. It's been so much crazy shit that I can't even keep track of it all. Because I just felt like as soon as they got together, it was like, all right. Boom, 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 boom. Chaos is ensuing, baby. Let's get on this fucking ride. Right? Nothing but bumps. And I don't know. Johnny's claiming that he didn't hit her. She's claiming that she didn't hit him, even though we have a lot of evidence that, yes, she was verbally and physically abusive to him, like on tape, her saying it. But she has pictures of, you know, bruises on her. So I'm not going to completely invalidate anything that she says either, because we don't know. We don't know. We're never going to know for for us anyway. And I don't doubt that they weren't toxic to each other because of what the hell we're talking about. Like, we've talked about them so much on this podcast. Mm -hmm. We're, like, along for the ride. 
Um, I saw that Johnny Depp and his team was also calling her out for not donating the seven million that she got in the divorce. Exactly, because everyone was calling her a gold digger, and she's like, "Oh, I'm not a gold digger, so let me let me donate all this money." And now apparently she never even donated it. Where and also she got arrested too for domestic violence with her girlfriend, like her ex-girlfriend, some photographer, I can't remember her name, like Tassia or something like that. So she has a history herself. It was a mutually fucking abusive relationship that it this whole saga, I hope, just gets put to rest. I honestly do believe if they both did it, they both deserve some sort of repercussions to happen. And for some reason, Johnny's getting a lot worse. We still don't know yet if Amber is officially kicked off of Aquaman 2. I don't know. I guess we'll see when the movie premieres. <laughs> exactly. We'll see it when it's on HBO Max in like three weeks. Like the world is fucking crazy. The end. Next up on why is Chet Hanks like this? And not only is that title my thoughts, but it's also the title of this article that I read <laughs> that just cracked <laughs> me the fuck up. So over the weekend, Chet Hanks, he just, he always finds a way to get himself dragged. And I feel like he just won't learn his lesson because I still remember he got dragged, like tied to a horse, told the horse to get up and just run through a field type drag on Clubhouse because they were talking about how he's appropriating culture with his fake Jamaican accent that I don't know where it comes from. Like, you have a Black daughter. Cool. That doesn't give you the right to act this way. Like, stop it. Stop it. But anyway, over the weekend, Chad Hanks declared that we are on the verge of a white boy summer. How do you feel about this, Kels? We know you like the pink. I I do like the pink dick, <laughs> but I got to say, um, hearing somebody proclaim that there's going to be a white boy summer is nauseating and disturbing. And, you know, any other adjective you could think to describe, like, the fuckery of white people continuing to think that they own everyone and everything is like... I'm over it. And I'm just really annoyed because, you know, Chet Hanks had to just come out his fucking face and say, I just got this feeling, man, that this summer it's about to be a white boy summer. Take it how you want. I'm not talking about Trump NASCAR type white guys. I'm talking about me, John B, Jack Harlow type white boys. You know what I mean? So then I said, no, I don't know what you mean because I don't know who Jack Harlow is. I've seen his name. I've seen like people talking about him. I saw he was going to be at SNL. And now I'm mad because I looked him up and now I have a fat fucking crush on him. You just self-proclaimed what Chet Hanks said. Thanks a lot, Kels. No, I'm just... I did, but I was annoyed. I didn't want to know who this fine white boy was. But the thing is, it's like, why is he acting as if millions of women don't have crushes on white men who basically do nothing? Like, you don't even know if there's anything important about this white person or is it just because he's white that all these women have crushes on them? So like, I don't know why he's acting like this isn't a usual thing. He's like, oh, this should be a white boy summer. It's always fucking... Let's give an example. Who's a white boy who... Is not Sean Mendez. No, I'm no. sorry. No, I is thought he talented that conversation... or is he just white? He's just white. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that you thought he was hot and then we were going to have a fight no. on this podcast again. No, I think it's no, precious because I, just... I feel like he he's like Justin Bieber. If Justin Bieber never got into any trouble. Like that's like he would have been Sean. Mendes. You know what I mean? Like that's what I mean. Yeah. But, you know, I like For a little sure. bad boy. So I'm OK with Justin Bieber right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 
I just want to know, what does the Hank family have on Hollywood? How deep is their connection to the Illuminati? Because I feel like constantly Chet is putting this family like front and center and then constantly nothing happens. And I'm like, is it just because you guys are white? Is it because your dad no, is America's it's because Tom Hanks boyfriend? is a national treasure. That is why. And I also yeah. discovered that this is Rita's doing. This, this is, is all Rita Rita's as fuck. Doing. This is all Rita. Tom's other kids are not with Rita. Okay, the only... <laughs> it's not with Rita. She is the only different variable in this chaotic being named Chet Hanks. It is her doing. That's why she gets to kick out of all the bullshit he says. He is her only son with Tom Hanks. She is the reason that we are plagued with this man. Never forget she kicked off quarantine when she started rapping Naughty by Nature last year. Never fucking forget that. That's We should have known. We should have known there was more to come for this family. She's um, like, Chet, give me more. Give me more. No, the more I see her and him, I'm just like, this is truly... You are your character from Girls. Like, you are Marnie Michaels' mom, and you just are enabling her shitty behavior, and it's because you also are shitty yourself, Loki. I like her, but I don't trust her. She's chaotic, just like her goddamn son. There was this tweet. It said, (laughs) Chet Hanks is exactly what suburban parents in 2007 thought would happen to their children if they let them listen to half a Little Wayne song. (laughs) Fact, though. Where is the lie? Because honestly, like when you look at his face, if he wasn't the way he was, he would be fairly attractive. You know what I mean? But it's all the extra shit. It's all the extra shit that comes with Chet Hanks that makes you run in the other direction. Yeah, I will not be attending White Boy Summer. What about you? I'm an equal opportunity dater. I'm not going (laughs) to dub it White Boy Summer. And I don't know why you lying. Like, <laughs> you're not going to have a white voice. I'm, you are a bold-faced liar. Anybody listen to the old episodes that we have, Kelsey will let you know that she loved a white man. So I don't know why you over here saying you're not going to Because I'm trying to change my ways. <laughs> I'm trying to change my ways. A tiger never changes its stripes, you liar. <laughs> White people have been pissing me the fuck off lately. So I wasn't, I'm not trying to date them. So then I was, so then, you know, to my surprise to hear Jack Harlow, let me tell you who I thought Jack Harlow was. I thought A, he was like a TikTok person or B, I thought he was like a Jack White, like white stripes, like Jack Antonoff type musician, like just like a lonely white boy. And Mm -hmm. then I saw he was, no, he was my fucking brand of white boy. And I'm, I'm annoyed. And you have I'm, a brand of white boy and then said, you're not going to have a white boy. I'm not because fuck that. I'm just trying to be different. I'm trying to date different. And that's on me. <laughs> but now, but now, you know, I got Jack Harlow in my peripherals. So who knows? You know, I might be lying right now on this podcast. Oh, no, we've already stated that you are lying on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> whatever my favorite part of this episode i already know <laughs> it's my favorite part. whatever also last week some big news dropped from everyone's favorite celebrity chrissy Teigen, and i say it like that because you know she really has a way with pissing people off and she finally said enough is enough and she has quit twitter forever 
do you think that she's going to return? Do you really yes. think that she quit Twitter forever? She is going to come back. Did she say forever? Yeah. I don't think she, I do not think it's going to be forever. It's just like when she asked the president to follow her and then asked him to unfollow her like a week and a half later. This isn't going to stick, my opinion. And my thing is, it's just like, I think if you don't care as much as you say you don't, then just fucking bow out gracefully and just be like, yeah, I actually deleted my Twitter or or just don't say anything at all and just do it like the bad bitch that you claim to be, you know, just Mm. fucking just fucking be like, uh, I'm done with this. Bye. Like, don't do a whole elaborate speech and like why you're doing this and that for you to say like that Twitter is a toxic place and. Uh, it's not Twitter's fault, but like, you know, it's not the bullying, but I'm like, so what is it, Chrissy? Let's read it. She did go back and forth a lot. So she said, hey, for over 10 years, you guys have been my world. I honestly owe so much to this, to this world we have created here, but it's time for me to say goodbye. This no longer serves me as positively as it serves me negatively. I've always been portrayed as a strong clapback girl. Sorry, I couldn't stop laughing when I read that part, but I'm just not. My desire to be liked and fear of pissing people off has made me somebody you didn't sign up for and a different human than I started out here as. Live well, tweeters. Even last year, she blocked and then unfollowed like a million Twitter accounts. Did she follow over a million people? She's so chaotic. She is a chaotic neutral for fucking sure. Yes. 100%. I don't, I feel like Chrissy is the type of person and it's because she's a Sag. So like with Sag is they're very much like, oh, it's all fun and games until I realize the game is fucking stupid and I'm going to tell everybody why it's stupid. And then I'm better than all of you. Mm. And I feel like that's her energy all the time. Like she's very much this person that she's like, I'm opinionated. I have my own opinions. I'm going to say what I want to say. And then she does that. And then she's like, okay, but why are you coming for me? I guess I won't say these things. Very I'm much sorry. a give it but can't take it sort of situation happening. Yeah. Because, like, I love Chrissy as much as the next person. But Chrissy is a troll herself. Like, to She's famous people and to troll. us regular people, she is a troll. So I just don't, I didn't really understand, like, the statement as a whole. I do get that, Lily, it has been really fucked up when people are saying that she's using her grief to gain popularity. That is an extremely fucked up thing that multiple people have been saying. There's different levels to this shit, but like that was no. She had a miscarriage. You don't use that to try to attack her. You know what I mean? Yeah, that part completely is fucked up. But for her to say like, um, I don't know if you know who Courtney Stoden is. Courtney Stoden, I don't know if you remember who she was. She married uh, this old actor named like Doug Hutchinson a couple years ago. She's around our age, like she's in her mid 20s. And she called Chrissy the fuck out being like, Chrissy, you constantly trolled me on Twitter for everything. Because like Courtney's very much like that TV personality with like the big boobs. She was kind of like a sugar baby. She was on all those couple therapy shows. So she was definitely like in that era of celebrity that you just kind of look sideways at all the time. Mm-hmm. And and that was Chrissy always constantly tweeting about how like stupid she was and how like big breasted she was and like this that and the other and I'm like so Chrissy which one is it like are are you the cool girl that is just like I can chill on Twitter or are you the troll because if you're a troll just say you're a troll Mm -hmm. because that's because that's how you thrive on Twitter yeah 100% she has 
pushed a lot of buttons. And so it is very, she's saying that Twitter has changed her and all of that stuff, but it's just, it's a little bit hypocritical. How does she end it? She ended it with, I encourage you to know and never forget that your words matter, no matter what you see, what that person portrays or your intention. For years, I've taken many small two follower account punches at this point. I'm honestly deeply bruised. And then she deactivated. But I'm just remembering the time where she tried to call Quavangele Wallace cocky and try to pretend like she didn't want to learn how to pronounce her name. And this was a child. And it wasn't like she didn't know what she was doing because her next tweet was, is it okay to call a small child cocky? What are you doing? And what do you think, Chrissy? (laughs) I, I remember that. Like, no one forgot that. Like, she has had times where it's just like, okay, Chrissy, you like, shut the fuck up. I just hate that all the Trump supporters are just, oh, they're so happy about this. And that's why I'm like, I feel like she's going to be back or I feel like she's going to make burner accounts because here's the thing. Twitter is the best social media platform. And I don't care what anyone says. Like I would give up everything. I would give up my Instagram. And you know what? That's about it because fuck a Facebook and fuck a Snapchat. But Twitter has my heart for fucking ever. So there's no way she's going to be gone for long. You can't. You simply You cannot. already know that she has a burner account. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, you she's going to start she using. She's just, she's just, she's going to have a fucking anonymous account. I used to have an anonymous account. That's why I have 12,000 followers. People love having an anonymous account because they can talk as much crap as they want. And nobody knows it's them. I had one for years. I finally just made it public. Like, we know what the game is, and that's exactly what she was going to do. Like, you don't get to call a child a brat and then say, big fucking deal. And then years later say, your words matter. And once again, everybody has a past. I used to want to be a star from Jump. I'm like, why aren't I a child actor? Why isn't this happening? I just feel like everyone who's pointing fingers right now, if you dug into their past, It doesn't even have to be their past. I'm telling you right now, it's like I said last week, a lot of these white people, they know how to adjust. It's like we say that we're code switchers when we're at work, like people of color code switchers. These white people are code switchers too. A fucking men. And they will smile in their face and do all this until they get home with their family or their friends. And then they're saying the N word back and forth and everything's super chill. They don't even blink. They don't squint because it's in their vocabulary. They just learn not to say it outside. Like, everybody has a a goddamn past. I just hate the ones that are on, like, this high horse. And then when they finally get exposed, it's an apology tour. Yeah. It's like, miss me with that. I'm all the way good on that. Here's the thing. Like, I just don't like... I'm I'm not a fan of a big fucking, like, let me write down all my thoughts and feelings and then tell you about it, and then I'm going to walk away. Like, just fucking do it. Just fucking do it. Even though we all know you're coming back, I don't know. Everyone keep an eye out on John Legend's Twitter. It's about to get wild. It's about to get super sassy out of nowhere. And you're going to be like, John, when did you get this way? John, Well, did you see on the news that they were just, I think she was on James Corden doing one of his like games where he had, she has to like eat something or like reveal something that she's done. And her and John were like fucking in one of the bathrooms at the DNC, um, mm-hmm. yeah. whatever that was, inauguration. <laughs> whatever that was. Yes. <laughs> Whatever that was, I don't know. And the president gets sworn in. (laughs) I do commend her for leaving because it was affecting her mental health. A lot of people don't leave when it starts doing that. They just 
like go further and further down the rabbit hole. So I do commend that she is leaving for her mental health, but yeah, she's going to be back. It's also just like what you said, like the whole writing your feelings out and then just leaving it there for the world to see. I feel like it's when these women write their ex this long paragraph about how their ex hurt them and is ex- they're expecting like, he just needs to know what he did. It's like, bitch, he knows he hurt you. He knows he, don't he care. doesn't care. He does not care. And then when you get that KK back and that's it, you're super tight. Yeah. Would never be me. No, I would never <laughs> write my feelings out. You better leave me alone. Miss Mute that. So yeah. now to someone who will never be bullied off the internet because he's the king of the trolls, we have Little Nas X. My king. He broke the internet last week. He gave me things I didn't know I needed. Um, I'm a full fucking fan. I'm a full stan. I don't even know what his fans are called, but I'm one of them. <laughs> I don't know what his fans are called. Like, I really don't. I honestly feel like even before, like, um, Old Town Road came out and yeah, it was like gaining traction, but it wasn't even that big yet. But I followed him because he's literally just so funny. He's so funny. He's so fucking funny. Like, people really think you can hurt him. And it's like, no. He's a millennial that has been at this game for a minute. Um, He's a barb. He's like, a full barb. And her fans know what, like the shit that she gives to them and how she's going to react. And that's the energy he, he gives. And I'm like, oh, you're going to be fine in this world of celebrity because mm-hmm. you know how to handle it. So for those of you sitting under a goddamn rock last week and have no idea what we're talking about, Lil Nas X dropped quite possibly, I'm going to say top 10 best music videos of all time for his song, Montero, Call Me By Your Name, in which he descends on a stripper pole to hell to bottom for the fucking devil. And I loved everything about it. It's a gorgeous music video. You know, I just feel like back in the day when music videos came out, everybody was always so hyped. Like, did you see that music video? Did you see that music video? It's not really like that anymore unless it's like, you know, Beyonce or I mean, a lot of talk happened when Drake couldn't film his video. So you had Justin Bieber do it, like things like that. But it's never it's never really like a big event anymore when a celebrity drops a video. And this video has been talked about so much and it hasn't even been a week yet. No, and I won't shut up about it. People are getting sued. People are calling their churches. People are tweeting at this man. He was prepared for this like fallout. And honestly, it's a very smart marketing move. It is a marketing yeah. move. Because for a really long time, he was well, not him, but a lot of people were saying that they weren't sure is he going to drop another hit or be talked about as much as he has been because of Old Town Road. And yeah. now he has done it. It was a marketing move to get people talking. Like he brought out Satan shoes. Like he knew what he was doing. You feel me? Like <laughs> he wants to be talked about. And so he is. So I have found an article of the compilations of some of his best and wildest clapbacks that have been tweeted to him. Someone tweeted, do you still see your dad? He said, yeah, but I might fuck yours. Candace Owens, you know, Candace Owens has has to talk about somebody. She said, we've turned George Floyd, a criminal drug addict, into an icon. We are promoting Satan shoes to wear on our feet. We got Cardi B named as woman of the year, but we are convinced it's white supremacy that's keeping Black America behind. How stupid can we be? One, that woman wants to be white so bad. She really does. I wish she I wish she would. I wish she would just pull a Rachel Dozal and move to like Idaho some like small fucking town in Idaho and just 
become the white woman she desperately wants to be. Like, honestly, just pull a Robert Downey Jr. from Tropic Thunder and get your skin surgically (laughs) white, like bleach. Like, just do it and shut the hell up and be happy with your white husband. Like, you hate your own people and that is your self-hatred problem. Do not project that on us. But he said, you know, you did something right when she talks about it, which is true. Like, I can't stand her. Anyway, she on my list. Nick Adams wrote clowns like Lil Nas X and Cardi B couldn't last 30 seconds on a debate stage with the likes of Candace Owens. And he said, you can't last 30 seconds in bed with your wife. Um, What good will it be for someone to gain the whole world yet forfeit their soul? Matthew 16, 26. Lil Nas X wrote shoot a child in your mouth while I'm riding Montero one minute and eight seconds. (laughs) I love him. I love him so much. And I also had not realized at the time that when Old Town Road came out, he wasn't out yet. Yeah. Which I really appreciated in like what he was talking about with this song because, you know, right wing conservative Twitter fuckers love to like just come out of the fucking woodwork and just start like talking about religion and homophobia and the Bible and this and that. And he says in Old Town Road, he was like, I was talking about cheating on your wife and like adultery. So that's okay. But then me talking about my sexuality is not in another song. It's also because they have no idea what the words mean. They just like a beat and they think it's catchy. They never look into the deeper meaning of songs. It's like that song. What was the song? Police, every step you take. Oh, yeah. Um, By Sting, yeah. yeah. Like, that song is about stalking. And people have that song as their (laughs) wedding song. Like, (laughs) people like to listen to songs and not actually know what it means. And that's exactly what happened with Old Town Road. People are tweeting about, you know, Old Town Road and how their kids listen to it. And the system is targeting children. And his fan base is mostly kids. And he responded back. He's like, I made the decision to create a music video. Like, I am an adult and it's not my entire career trying to cater to your children. That is your job. Mm -hmm. I never understood that. It's exactly what happened with WAP and Cardi B. They're like, my kids listen to your song. Change the station. That is not on me. I'm not raising your kids. Did you not see the IG video when she's dancing on it and then culture kind of like turns the corner and Cardi B parkours herself to turn that shit off? Because what? She's raising her kids. She's raising her child. Okay. Yeah. So like do the fucking same. So you're saying that it was totally cool back in like 2008 when California girls came out and Katy Perry had whipped cream cannons on her tits and was shooting into everyone's faces. So that's okay. But like Mm -hmm. this isn't, no, you're just fucking homophobic and racist. And I'm just proud. I'm so proud to see this type of direction that he's taking. Because like, if you think about back when we were growing up, there was no representation like this. We had Kurt from Glee doing single ladies in his dad's basement with Brittany and Santana. That just sounds so sad for us when you compare it to Little Nas X. (laughs) (laughs) I love that he wrote um, this message to his 14-year-old self when the song dropped. He said, dear 14-year-old Montero, I wrote a song with our name in it. It's about a guy I met last summer. I know we promised to never come out publicly. I know we promised to never be that type of gay person. I know that we promised to die with the secret, but this will open doors for so many other queer people to simply exist. You see, this is very scary for me. People will be angry. They will say I'm pushing an agenda. But the truth is, I am. The agenda to make people stay the fuck out of other people's lives and to stop dictating who they should be. Sending you love from the future, Lil Nas X. And Mm -hmm fucking clap it the fuck up to that like that's so beautiful at 
you know, 21 to just be like, no, I'm sticking with this narrative because this is my whole ass life and you're going to enjoy it. And you're going to buy my Satan shoes, even though I may or may not be getting sued and you may or may not get them. (laughs) Definitely getting sued. He's getting sued. Well, I don't know if it's him himself getting sued or the company who helped make the shoes that are getting sued. He definitely planned all this ahead of time. Like, this is what we're going to do. We are going to get everybody talking about this song no matter what. Because there's a bronze pentagram on these sneakers. There's an inverted cross with a drop of real human blood on these sneakers. And they sold out immediately. So, one, he's also getting that money. But... (laughs) He definitely did this on purpose. It was a collaboration with um, a New York-based art collective called Mischief. At least that's what I think it's spelled, you know, like when people do stuff without the vowels and shit. (laughs) (laughs) So I think it's Mischief. But Nike came out with a statement saying they are not involved with these modified sneakers. I wonder why they put the check on it. I guess to make it seem like Nike is the one who who sold it. Because that doesn't really make any sense as to why they did do that if it's not a Nike sneaker. I mean, go off and get that traction, honey, any way possible. Also, those shoes were $1,000. How are they sold out? There had to have been like three shoes available. There's no fucking way that this many people bought a $1,000 sneaker. Oh, they made like 666 pairs. And they were priced at $1,018 a pair. For the Bible passage, Luke 10, 18, that reads, I saw a Satan falling like lightning from heaven. That's art. <laughs> That's, I'm That's like, art. go off. I want to see those sold on eBay in a few years. I low-key want a pair. I don't know. I'm a I'll fan. Buy them. I'll buy them when they're on eBay for literally 75% off because I'm not spending that money on sneakers. I'm not even a sneaker bitch. Like, I can't. I can't do it. And that's it, guys, for another episode of Talk to Us Nice. We're so glad you guys are listening in. We are loving the downloads. Please share it on your Instagram stories. That is a great way to help spread the word about our podcast. You can just screenshot it as you're listening to it on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify. Any of your podcasts are available. Just screenshot it. Tag us in it at Talk to Us Nice Podcast on Instagram. Share it in your story and just spread the word. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple. Follow us on Instagram at Talk to Us Nice Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Talk to Us Nice and email us little tidbits. We, we're loving the emails, guys. We think they're so fucking cute. We love your reactions to what we say because we think we're funny, but we don't know if the world thinks <laughs> that we're funny. But email us at talkswithsize at gmail.com and we will see you Sunday for that Talk That Talk edition. Bye. Bye.